I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my teen business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Okay, Rockstar Nation, boy, we have a super duper real estate coach on the show. I got Mr. Bruce Keith on the line from Bruce Keith Coaching and Seminars. He has been teaching agents and in the real estate business for a really, really long time. And uh, we're going to talk about words today. We're going to talk about real estate sales talk, how to talk to sellers to get them to sign the listing, how to talk to buyers, how to talk to everybody effectively to make you more money. So without further ado, Bruce, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat. I'm so excited to be here. And you know what? We've been waiting a while to get together, you and I, so this is a perfect perfect kickoff. Uh, can I just give you a quick update on uh, where I come from and all yeah, the rest please. of that? Yeah, please do. Let us uh, get to know you awesome. better. Perfect. Okay. Started selling real estate uh, 1989 with my wife Gloria. We did uh, pretty well in those days. It was a tough market, but it was it was awesome. We were at it for about 11 years, and uh, we were selling uh, upwards. Um, in those days, the the numbers were pretty high, and nowadays some some of the teams are doing a lot more. We just didn't have a team. It was just the two of us. But we were selling 100 to 125 homes a year for quite a few years there, and then um, I started doing coaching for the Mike Ferry organization, did that for about eight years, became a senior coach and was coaching coaches plus uh, a ton of real estate agents, Pat, and then we went off on our own. So that's uh, the last, whatever it is, nine years or so, we've been running Bruce Keith Coaching and Seminars and uh, basically we we function in three ways. A, I do um, coaching for one-on-one every, every week. Uh, I coach about 75 people. Um, I do seminars two days a week, and uh, I'm doing that, you know, in the marketplace, whether it's in Toronto or, you know, we're near Toronto in Canada, but, or whether it's in Sacramento or Miami, we're, we're all over. And then uh, we also sell sales products, uh, one of which is uh, will we'll be self-evident today when we get into real estate sales talk. It's, it's called All the Right Words, and we'll get into that later. But yeah. the main thing is, the main thing is we've got... Uh, I've got some great ideas that I want to share with people, with everybody, of what's been working, um, not just for for sellers, but for buyers too. But basically, real estate, things to say, how to say it, and stop wasting your time being the same as everybody else. Wow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How to say it differently and effectively, because chances are, if you're the agent 
on the listing appointment, you may have two or three other agents coming before and after you. And guess what? You know, what are the chances of them saying the same exact verbiage? It is quite possible because I've, you know, I built a product uh, on, I interviewed eight agents on their listing presentation. And the funny thing was several of them had the same words that they used that they've learned over the years, you know, via through Mike Ferry, Floyd Wickman, or however they grew up uh, learning real estate presentations. So you always got to be changing and making these words better and different. So let's talk a little bit about that. You know, what should agents be doing? Let's get, let, how about we do some uh, role playing, some examples? Oh, that'd be awesome. I just want to give you a, a quickie here that just to, because the whole idea based on how do I stand out is I've got to st- I've got to be different. In other words, that doesn't mean jumping around like Jim Carrey. It means making sure that uh, that that whatever you say and how you say it resonates with the customer. So clearly, that you're going to see as as you and I do some role playing, it it um, is very much based on questions engaging the customer, mm. and it's very much on something that I call, and this is a good one. If, if if people are taking notes, ask them to write this one down. Or everybody, write this down right off the bat. Just write down three words. Give them hope. Give them hope, because what real estate sales talk is all about is giving people hope that. What they're looking for is possible. And I'm talking about the consumer, the customer, the client, right? Yeah. So if we give them hope, then we're going to stand out from the rest of the competition instead of saying, yeah, well, here's the 12 things I do. What do you think? Aren't I great? Um, I want to be able to show them what I do and how it how it's going to be to, their, to the consumer's advantage and how that gives them the hope that, geez, what we're looking for here, honey, maybe we can pull this off after all. Now, how would this compare? I, you know, I've had other people on the show that – you know, um, sell uh, through what they call FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So what they do is they put the the fear, like if you don't list with me, you'll never sell. If you don't list with me, I have the biggest team out there and my agents won't show it if Joe Smo lists it. Only way they'll show it is if I list it. So what you're saying is kind of the opposite of, of presenting FUD. You're presenting hope. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, that's a good segue into I have I have things called sales conversation secrets, Pat. And sales conversation secrets is about thirty or thirty-five of them. There's a whole bunch of them. But one of them is called the the sales conversation technique is called the if question technique. Hmm. So the if question technique is the one that says Mr. So let's ta- let's say they were talking to a FISBO, for example, right? And the for sale by owner said yeah, well, you know what? We don't need you because I could do it myself. The market, you know, all you have to do is stick a sign in the lawn and anything's selling these days, blah, blah, blah. You know how they do it, right? I mean, there's never been a FISBO yet that didn't know more than all the real estate agents put together. Right. <laughs> that's just the way FISBOs are. But that's okay. That's their job. Um, so the if question would be, I understand, Mr. FISBO, but let me ask you something. If we were able to put together a marketing package for you, if we were able to generate the kind of activity you're looking for and get you even more than you're anticipating. If we were able to do all that work and still you pay a commission and you get the kind of money you're looking for, would that be something you'd be interested in? You know, it's hard for somebody to say no to that. Now, you know, another example would be is, well, we're, we're already, we're already talking to an agent. We've already got an agent and we've been dealing with for five years. I understand. And at the same time, it doesn't mean that that person, Fred, won't do a great job. 
What it does mean, though, is is that if we were able to do exactly what you want and get you guys moved to Chicago by September, and and still get you even more than than you're anticipating right now, is that something you'd be interested in? So that's the if question technique. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, Pat? yeah, 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 yeah. You hit them with the and, if. And 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 what what you're going to hear in a lot of these. So sales what you're saying is there's sequence. hope. There's hope in the if. If right. I can, you're you're yeah, saying here's. Yeah. Okay. Here's what is today. Here's what is today. What's possible? Here's what could be. And people get excited about that. Now, what what happens with these sales conversation secrets, we'll get into some more stuff as we go here, but what happens with these sales conversation secrets is that it isn't sort of like you and I are going to are going to change the real estate world in this half hour segment, right? What we're going to what I am going to do though is remind people of a lot of the things that they've done in the past that they've forgotten about. And in a lot of my seminars, I see people nodding their heads, and I'm thinking, "Perfect, pick it back up again and run with that ball." Make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick up the old adages. Pick up the yes, what you know yes. from back in the day. And you'll hear some new ones from me today. At the same time, you know, I've, I've got a, some a couple of objection handlers. That you'll think, "Wow, that's kind of cool. I haven't heard that one before." But typically, it's just get back on the horse, but be more be more specific. And real estate sales talk is about communicating. More powerfully. I've got a sign on my wall. I'm looking at it right now. And I, I, I use it for myself all the time. Can I share it with you? Yeah, break it down. It's only four words. It's, it's There's two lines. The first one says fewer words. The second one says say more. So this is about saying fewer words but saying more. Yeah, contradiction, right? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, so so one, t- tell us what that means. Well, what it means is know what you're going to say. I'm glad you asked because that's, that's, that's the whole essence of this. Know what you're going to say, say only that, ask the right questions, and then shut up. Mm. Shut up and let them respond. Right. Okay. And then say more with the few words that you use. That's right, because what you said is the economy of the economy of words. You know, there's so much going on on CNN right now. I watch some of these uh, people behind the desk, people like um, Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer and some of those guys – and some of the ladies, they're masters of fewer words and saying more. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. If, if you watch, if you watch those people, like they don't say um and ah uh, and repeat themselves. It's just bang, 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 and then they shut up. I see. Yeah. Okay. We so, can do that. We can do that. So I want to give everybody else yeah, hope let's, that let's, we can be just that good. Yeah. So let's get some meat and potatoes in here so people can learn some scripts, learn some Great. words. So we are at a listing appointment. Uh, I'm there and you know, you've given me the whole entire presentation and you're ready to close. Now go ahead and, and what is your recommended closing line? Okay. Perfect. I'm so glad. So let's assume that we've gone through the marketing presentation and they we bounce stuff back and forth. We, we can get back to that in a second. But basically, I just want everybody to remember one thing and then I'm going to answer your question. A close is a natural ending to a great presentation. Mm-hmm. So because it becomes a natural ending, you don't have some sort of a trick that, you know, the old stuff with the, <laughs> with um, when I first started in real estate, there was, you know, the, 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 the Zig Ziglar stuff, like the puppy dog clothes and the, re- the uh, reduced to the ridiculous clothes and the alternative of choice, all that stuff. Yes. You don't have to do that. The, net, the, the best closes right now are make a strong presentation, then sit there and look them in the eye and say, isn't this what you're looking for? Yes. Great. Are you ready to start the paperwork? 
Okay, so your your recommendation is, are you ready to start the paperwork? And that's it, right? Right. So let's let's do this, right? So say that to me. So so so, Mister Hyben, tell me something. Are you ready? To, now that we've now that you've seen what we're prepared to do here for you and all the advanced marketing techniques we have, are you ready to go ahead and let me get to work for you and start the paperwork? No, no, Bruce. Um, we have two more agents. I got one coming tomorrow and one coming the day after. Great, I understand that. And and tell me something. Why did you decide to interview more than one agent? Well, everybody has different price, different commission, and uh, different marketing. So. I'm just looking out for myself, to be honest with you. Sure, and and guess what? You should expect me to feel the same way. As a matter of fact, I'm on the same side of the table as you are because I'm looking out for you because if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for me either, right? Hmm. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I guess so. So here's an interesting thing. Typically, when it comes down to this stage, I'm talking about where you and and, uh, Mrs. Hybin are right now, right? Yep. Typically, when it comes down to this stage, there's three things you've got to decide on. Okay. Can I tell you what they are? Yes. And I've been at this quite a few years, so this comes up every time. Number one is, are we moving? Number two is, is it the right price? And hmm. number three is, do, does this agent, can they do the job? Hmm. So let's just go through that real quick. First okay. of all, we, we've talked about a price of $899,000. So, and you, you agreed that that was probably the, the, the best market price for, for us to go out in, the, in this subdivision. Is that, if you were going to list it right now, what price would you list it at? Well, if I was going to list it right now, being that I, the only advice I have is from the first agent, you, I would probably list it at eight ninety nine nine. but I'm curious to see what the other two say. Well, see, here's the interesting thing. And then, so let me digress for half a sec. Everybody that's listening. If that's what the seller says, then you've got an objection there that says you've got to make sure he understands that there's no magic to figuring out the price here. So I'll go back to it. So, Mr. Hyben, I understand. At the same time, figuring out the price for your home, if if I told you it was it was a million dollars, that doesn't mean it's going to get a million dollars. It really boils down to what the comparables say we can get and what a buyer would say, well, compared to other homes, this is a pretty good deal for $899. let us take it. Right. So now that we've looked at these numbers together, do you have any, any concerns in your own mind? You're thinking, geez, Bruce is trying to pocket an extra 100000 for himself here. Like, it isn't ah. like we're holding anything back, right? Yeah, no, no. I just, you know, what if an agent comes tomorrow and they said, hey, you know, I've got a buyer that will pay 925 Sure. So if they if they they can say they've got a buyer that would pay nine twenty five, uh, they could say they've got a buyer that'll pay a million. The problem is what's reality. So when my suggestion for you would be to say is okay, look at real realism and say to yourself this. So can I ask you a real? This is a fun question, Mr. Hyman. Can I ask you this one? Yeah, let's have fun. Knowing knowing what you know now, based on what we've looked at and the comparables and the market, and it isn't like, I mean. You guys have owned a few homes. You you know how real estate works, right? Yes, we've done this before. Of course. And that makes it easy for us to have this conversation. But think about it this way. If you were a buyer, knowing what you know, how much would you pay for your home? Wow. I mean, I would. That's a great question. I would probably look at this estimate and look at the tax record, you know, which are respectively at 870 and 890. And pay somewhere, you know, right around there, you know. Yeah, around nine hundred thousand, maybe nine ten, if we can get some competitive bids or whatever, right? 
Yeah. So isn't it then realistic for us to say right now that the 899, I don't care if somebody comes in here and gives you a million five, sorry, tells you a million five. The reality is a buyer is not going to be, it isn't like we have a special way of finding stupid buyers. Right. The reality is the buyers are very well educated. So doesn't it make sense then that you really should put it on the market at 899? Yeah, that's probably the price, yeah. Okay, perfect. So number one, we know you're moving. Yes. That was the first question. You're going to Chicago and you want to be there in time for the kids to get started in school, right? Correct. So that would be latest, you'd say, we want to be out of here by May or June. Number two is the price is realistically $899, not because Bruce said it was, but because the market says it is. Right. And then number three, the third question, the third thing that everybody has to decide, not not just in this situation, but this comes up, as I said to you a few minutes ago, every time, Mr. Hyben. The third thing is, does this agent seem to know what he's doing, and do I think he can get it marketed for the best price and negotiate the best deal for me? So let me ask you something. Do you feel I can sell your home? Yes. Great. So there we are. You've got, we know you're moving, you've got the right price, and you've got the right agent. So really, you don't have to interview everybody else. It's like once you go to the doctor and you get and you get the diagnosis that you know is going to help you, you don't have to interview four more doctors, right? Yeah. Well, what if the doctor's wrong? You know, I mean, what what if you're wrong? I just don't know. I mean, you know, these other agents sell a lot uh, in the neighborhood, and um, you know, I just uh, you know, it's always good to get a second opinion. You go online and it says you should get three agents uh, opinions sure okay so i got two ways to go here everybody i either close him right now and put the crunch on or i i take the the, the path of least resistance which is what pat's just doing with me right now and saying uh, i'm not sure we you know we we've, we've, we promised ourselves we were going to get more than one opinion so we're probably going to do that so let's say that that i can't get him to sign it right now okay so then here's what i would here's what i would say pat yep I would say, okay, Mr. Haven, no problem. I understand. At the same time, if you were going to list your home right now, are you comfortable that, A, the numbers are right, but and more importantly, because I can get you the numbers, but more importantly, are you comfortable that I'm the right guy to do the job for you? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we're probably going to use you, Bruce. It's just, um, you know, we promised these other agents a shot. Sure. However, let, let, let's be realistic here. The real issue here isn't Bruce or the other agents. It's you guys. It, it isn't looking at keeping everybody else happy. It's making sure you're happy, right? Yes. So why don't we do this? Hmm. Why don't we sign the paperwork now to have me list and sell your home for top dollar? We'll do it right now. At the same time, I will leave, just so you know, I will leave the paperwork with you. So it's not going anywhere. You're in charge. Then you can interview the other agents, all right? You've got the paperwork done. You know what the package looks like, and you know how you're going to get the most money possible. If you decide that you think, well, you know what? We've talked to the other two agents, but Bruce is still the right guy. Then just call me. I'll come and pick up the paperwork. Fair enough? Okay. If you decide, well, you know what? Agent X said this. That throws a whole new dimension into things. Would you do me? Would you do yourself and my, and me, Mister Heben, one more courtesy? Hmm. What's that? 
just call me before you list your home with anybody else. There could be something that is missing. And I'm not saying anybody's going to mislead you. I'm just saying there could be something that you'd need, a, again, somebody with as experienced as myself to be able to help you with. Fair enough? Fair enough. Okay, so let's do the paperwork now. I'll leave the paperwork with you. So you're not obligated to anything other than we've, we've got the process moving. If you're happy after you interview the other agent or two, you may only interview one more and say, you know what, this is silly. Let's call Bruce and get him back in here. That's typically what most people do, by the way. At the same time, if you interview, or if you interview two more agents and, and there's something that you're saying, geez, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm now that after Agent X was here, we should go there. Maybe I'll change my mind. Would you at least call me so I can do you the courtesy of, of letting you have some insight from a third party? How does that sound? Yep, sounds fine. Great. Okay, let's get the paperwork started. Okay. Okay, so so, so th then so then you got it all signed, and now what do yep. you do? Then I then I then I would look him at the in the eye and I'd smile. And I'd say, "Now you you sure you don't want me just to go ahead with this and get on with things?" Well, now nah, I mean we really want to you know we we made we promised these guys that we we'd have them over. Okay, but remember, promising them to have them over was so you could make sure you made the right decision, right? Yes. This, this wasn't to make them happy. Yes, it wasn't. No. <laughs> right. I, okay. I've never met them. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either of them anything and I don't uh, feel like I owe you anything. Exactly. You know who owes you something? Who? Me. And I'm really good at delivering. <laughs> okay. okay. Yep. All right. Perfect. All right. So that would be how I'd leave that. And then I would, I'd get it signed and I'd walk out the door. Now, another thing, too, that I've done in the past is, um, you know, you do all that. You certainly go back in and say, you know, at the very end, you sure you don't want me to take it? And then you could say, how about this? Uh, why don't I just hold on to it? You've got my word. So save me a trip back out here. If you decide you don't want to list with us, I'll just tear it up. I promise you I'm not going to do anything with it. Uh, you've got my word. I'm just going to rip it in half, you know. Um, yep. And now, now, Pat, I think that's a terrific idea, and that's what I would do. That's what I typically did for myself when I was selling real estate was, was to take it with me. It just depends. You have to read the situation. I was reading you – so we're role-playing here, but I was reading you as a strong guy, and I'm thinking, okay, that's going – that's stepping over the line. So in that case, yeah. you're saying, no. you got to judge then, it. Then yeah, I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And, and here's another thing that's really important in communication with what to say and how to say it. you got to go with your gut. Like that's one of the strongest things that we have in our business is common sense. And there isn't that, <laughs> as you know, as the expression goes, common sense isn't all that common sometimes. So sometimes we've just got to go with our gut and say, you know what? I'm going to do it this way this time. Have you ever lost a listing have you ever just kind of gotten kicked in the stomach because you felt sure that you got a listing and uh, the rapport was incredible and then they call and tell you they listed with somebody else or even worse, they send you an email and tell you they've chosen someone else. It hurts, man. I know it's happened to me tons of times and I hated it. And um, so because of that, I created a product 
called a certified listing agent. I got the eight top listing agents in the world and recorded their listing appointments. Everything. No holds barred. No secrets here. Everything. And then after each listing appointment, we uh, discussed it and uh, created a course out of it. It's uh, over 10 hours of intense uh, video. And it's for you to watch and never lose a listing again. Check it out. There's a lot of free samples. You can go in and see kind of what it's like before you uh, sign up for it. Uh, RebusUniversity.com. We also got the, the uh, highly popular CTA, Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn. And that is how to build a massive team. How Jeff went from 80 to 580 units in four years. And uh, what he does behind the scenes, what forms he uses, how his systems are run, everything on the CTA, Certified Team Agent, and many things to come. If, you, if you're interested, go to uh, rebusuniversity.com. Put yourself on the mailing list there. Uh, we have a price reduction course. We have a 101 ways to get uh, real estate leads for free. We have an ISA course coming out. Uh, a lead handling course, not not how to lead generate. There's there's a ton of courses that other people do on that, but this is how to efficiently capture leads and work with them. So uh, they have a couple of courses coming out on that aspect. So anyways, rebusuniversity.com. Check it out, guys. You'll be glad you did. Now on uh, with the show. So let's talk a little bit about commission, Bruce. Let's, um, I'm not going to use exact numbers, but we'll just say X and Y. Bruce, listen, I, you know, I appreciate this net sheet that you showed me here. You know, this, I, I think I can do better. You know, I've, I've actually already had somebody verbally commit to me to do it for X percent, which is, you know, a, a, a percent uh, less than, than what you're quoting. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh you, so you were able to get somebody to do it for X percent, right? Yes. Wow. There sure are a, des a lot of desperate agents out there. You know, at the same time, the most important thing here, just, just so I'm clear, is you get, is it the lower commission or are you getting the most money in your pocket? What's more important to you, Pat? Well, I mean, they go together, don't they? I mean, if I if I have to pay a percent less, I, I, you know, on, on 899, that's eight Gs. I mean, that I, how it's the same thing, isn't it? Well, actually, that, that's a, first of all, good question, and, and it's so good that you're asking because now I know you're thinking about this. Here's the issue. It isn't, it isn't just what the commission was. It's how much money you got in your pocket when you're pulling out of the driveway 45 days from now following the, the moving van down the road. Yes, I agree. I mean, I, right? I, I understand what you're saying, but my question is, well, how are you going to make up that $8,000, $9,000? Oh, that's – that's see – that's that's the best question you can ask is to say it isn't so much what the commission is it's what are you going to do to sell my home that makes the difference right yes that's true yeah okay perfect so first of all think about it this way let me just throw a little scenario at you you guys when i when i pulled in your driveway i noticed you've got a um an acura there an mdx the uh, the suv right mm-hmm your vehicle? Yeah, yep. it's a nice car. It's black, shiny, looks pretty good. How long have you had that? Um, yeah, two months. We just got it. We oh, did. Okay, perfect. So when you went when you went into to the Acura, de Acura dealership, 
and you you walked in the door there. You didn't walk in the door and say to them, okay, uh, here we are. We want to buy an SUV for our, ourselves and our two kids and the dog. And we, however, here's, here's our rule. We want the cheapest one you got in the lot. I don't care what it is. I just want the cheapest car you got. You didn't say that, right? No, we did not say that, no. <laughs> no, you didn't say that. Well, obviously, because I can see what you got there. So here's the important question. Why didn't you say that? Well, because we wanted the luxury, you know. We wanted the, the extra room, you know, the, the, the seven seats cause for the four kids. We wanted, you know, like you said, we wanted more space. We wanted more luxury. We wanted everything. Right. So what you really said was we want value. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you said you wanted value. Perfect. You see, I'm the value guy. So it isn't it isn't just to get the cheapest agent. It's the agent that's going to get you the most return on your investment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why don't we go through the marketing plan that, that I have, the advanced marketing, that will show you the kinds of things we do that, that not only make up the $8,000 that you just asked about, but significantly more. And then I'll be able to show you some proof on top of that of transactions we've had where we have exceeded expectations of our sellers. That way you'll get the best of both. You're going to get more money, Mm -hmm. and you're also going to get the marketing and the traffic that makes that happen. Fair enough? Yeah, sure. I'm open. Okay, perfect. And that's that's why this advanced marketing program that we have – make such a difference okay and then you're showing them things and you're showing them a a listing or a couple of listings where you sold them for over list price and you're showing them some unique selling propositions of things you do over and above what most agents don't yes and then you're saying do you think that's worth eight grand or do you think i'll be able to get you to make up to eight grand and let's let's just say pat so i want you to role play this back with me Let's just say you say, well, what if it doesn't work, Bruce? So, so give me that. What if, well, what if it doesn't work, Bruce? I mean, you know, what if you can't make up the eight G's? Yeah. Well, what if we get an offer that doesn't that doesn't end end the story the way you just told it, Bruce? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Isn't that what you're saying, Mister Heben? Yes. Perfect. Okay. Here's the best part, and I will tell you, this is what has worked so many times for so many of my customers in the past. Okay. And it, it never fails. The best part is the answer to this question. Who's in charge of how much you sell your home for? Who's in charge of how much you actually accept when you sign the document that says we're selling our house to this customer? Uh, I, in charge am, I am. You are, exactly. So you see, it's one thing for me to say that I'm on your side. You're going to hear me say that a hundred times between now and by the time we get your home done because of the relationship we're going to build and I'm going to be there all the time. At the same time, even if, if you said, well, he says he's on our side, but it doesn't – the issue is this. Who's in control? I don't tell you how much to sell it for. The buyer doesn't tell you how much to sell it for. You do, right? Yeah. So if the price comes in and we aren't able to drive the right numbers based on that particular offer from that particular buyer, are you going to accept the offer anyway? No. If it isn't the right number? No. Exactly. Of not, yeah. You're in charge. Can't lose. And I'm not, I don't, I'm not in the habit of, of, of creating scenarios where you're going to have to keep saying no. We're going to put a, a, a good price on your home that makes it attractive. It's not a giveaway. It makes it attractive, and then we can be competitive. Can I give you an example of what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
about three months ago, there was some folks over in the West End, uh, a teacher and his wife. Uh, they have two little kids and a uh, nice family. They've been around for a while, and they, they, were, they were finally upgrading. And they had the same concern that someone had come along and said, well, we can, we can list your house for a lot less. And as I said to them, look, you could, if you get on the phone, you can find somebody that, that not only will list it for X percent, they'll list it for X minus Y percent. You can find somebody that will do it for $1,000 if you dig hard enough. Yeah. It, is, it isn't so much whether or not somebody will sell it for less commission. It's whether or not they'll sell it for the kind of money that, that makes you wealthy in the long run. So this couple and their two little kids were asked, had the same dilemma. And so I said the same thing to them. I said, look, who's in charge here? Who really decides how much you sell your home for? We had listed their place, Pat. It was a, um, it was a townhouse. So we had listed it for six ninety nine, and they were upgrading, okay? Okay. And so we did that, and we wrestled with it a little bit. And the first offer we got wasn't good enough. And he looked at me and said, see, I told you. Hmm. And I said, I said, no, no. I said, don't worry about it. I said, that's my job. I'm in charge of, of getting you the activity. You're in charge of making the decisions on the activity. So we kept doing our thing. We do it, did our marketing. We did our, our advanced marketing on the internet. We did our advanced um, social media work. We, we prospected the area, the things that I've been talking to you about that I, that I do that's so effective. And we drove two more offers in. As a matter of fact, when, when we got to the bottom line, we got him $4,500 more than he expected, and there was two offers. That was a function of just having faith saying, look, I don't have to buy it. I don't have to sell it to the first guy that comes along, number one. Number two, I don't have to sell it for a price I don't want to. So that's a, I'm on your side. You'll keep hearing me say that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Shall we get the paperwork started and get it listed so, so that you guys can get moved? All right. Let's just do it. Beautiful. Yeah, okay. beat us down, Bruce. <laughs> well, here's the best part. You, you, you think I'm good at negotiating with you. Wait till you see me negotiate with an offer that comes in. Mm. Then you're really going to see me perform because I'm just being nice with you guys. <laughs> Fair enough? Well, yeah, that's why we're listening. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, your assertiveness is a little alienating, but at the same time, we want an agent that's going to be assertive with buyers too. So I think it makes sense for us to just go ahead with you. Okay, great. So let's get let's get the paperwork started. Okay, can I just stop right before we? I don't want to miss a point here that, that we did. Yeah, in that, hit it. Yeah, in that role play. Here's something that everybody needs to remember. The first thing it was I wrote down. I said, please write down, give them hope. So the second thing we just did there on that is is put down, tell a story. The okay. best objection the best objection handlers are when you tell a story. So you're saying like a and, tell a story like the one you told about the the couple with two kids. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, so I was wondering about that. In, instead of me saying, so here's what we should do and this is what's going to happen, tell them a story so it takes them away. One of the best things I learned about sales years ago, by the way, there's a great book. If everybody's looking for a great book about storytelling, write this one down. I'm looking at it right now. It's called Tell to Win. Tell to Win. Nothing about real estate, but it's a it's a terrific book. It's written by a guy by the name of Peter Guber. G-U-B-E-R, Tell to Win. Tell to Win. And I'll, I'll, up, put, I'll put a, a link to that, by the way, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a nice link with everything Bruce and I talk about, as well as Bruce's uh, new words package, real estate words uh, that make commissions. Uh, yeah, it's called, it's called All the Right Words. All the Right Words uh, at uh, hybendigital.com backslash 
words. I'll make it real easy. Hybendigital.com backslash words. Put that book there. I'll put everything we talked about there. Okay, great. Because what Peter says is, is that when you tell stories, it's like transporting the consumer into a different area. And the, and when you tell – like when you give them hope, you're telling a story. Puts it in when the right, them, right brain. Makes it makes it more emotional, more oh, easier to yes. connect with. There right? you go. Yeah. That's good. So when I said about the cheapest car, that's a story. People could visualize your your shiny SUV in the in the driveway with the Acura on it. They could see that. <laughs> you guys, you guys really call it that in Canada, Acura, or yeah, we call it Acura. Oh, do you? Okay, like ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But uh, yes. Well, it's Japanese, I guess. So you know, they probably call it a little <laughs> So who knows? I don't know. Everyone calls it know. something different. Yeah. <laughs> now, as as an example, I want to share a, another sales conversation secret with you from the uh, Real Estate Sales Talk program. And this has to do. If we got time for another one, I can just throw in here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's give them all okay. meat and potatoes. I, I found that the the best downloaded episodes of, of last year all had to do with listings, uh, how to get listings and how to procure listings. So I, I love how you're focusing on uh, listing objections today. Thank you for that. Well, listen, it's it's out of it's out of sympathy because Buyers can, can can bury it. I've seen so many agents getting buried with buyers lately. It is, it's because they're not out there prospecting, generating enough new listing opportunities. But that's another whole that's another whole seminar. Yeah, listings anyway, are the name of the game, right? You gotta. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Okay. So here's an interesting one. Because we want to be competitive and everything else, this one's called the sales conversation secret. Pat is called the ask for permission technique. Ask for now, permission. Ask, okay. Let's yeah. do it. Now, they, yeah, the ask for permission technique is when I want to give somebody some bad news. Mm. And it doesn't have to mean like, you know, um, your house is only worth uh, 500,000, you thought it was worth a million. I'm talking about something realistic. Oh. So, Pat, Pat, um, the ask for permission technique, I'm going to demonstrate it with you. Okay, Pat, so now we're down to can I, can I tell you what the buyers are saying about your home? So this is a, this is a guy it's we've after got After you have it listed yeah. and you're yeah, ready right. for a price reduction. Is that what right. you're doing? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Pat, can I tell you what the buyers are saying about your home? Um, like, can I give you the, can I give you the bottom line here? Yes. Okay. What they're saying, Pat, is is that they really like your home, and at the same time, it's priced a little bit higher than they're prepared to go. Can I explain? Yeah. Okay. So, by the way, so we'll stop there, and then I want I want everybody to um, I'm going to give you a, an objection handler for a price reduction. Yeah. Please. So I'm going, to, I'm going to ask you to reduce it, and then you're going to say, "No way! What the heck's wrong yeah, with you?" Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so Pat, what they're saying is, is a little bit overpriced. So what I did there was I asked permission before I give you the bad news. Do you, do you understand right? What yeah, I just yeah. did. There? Yeah. 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 Okay. Is it okay? Can, can I tell? Can I give you the bottom line? Can I yeah, tell and, you what and, the buyers and, well, are ex saying? Explain the psychology here. So what what are you doing, okay. Bruce? What, what why, okay. why why are you doing it like that? Beautiful. Okay. You're a good interviewer, by the way. <laughs> I like that question. So here's the thing. The thing is this, that when you ask that, when, when I ask that question and you say, yeah, okay, you're giving me permission to tell you whatever's coming next. And when you give, when you ask permission, it's, it's easier a for them to accept it because they've agreed and B it's easier for you to deliver it because they've agreed. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Okay, so you're just okay. getting them to sh- kind of agree, 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 and they're in the mode of agreeing. Yeah, because you know, when you say stretched out a little bit to agreeing. Can I give you the bottom line here, Mr. Jones, about your house? Yeah. Okay, great. What I need you to understand is blank, and then you go ahead and tell them. Okay. All right, so let me just say to I say, so Pat, we've got your home listed at six ninety nine. Yeah. And it really should be priced at six seventy four nine. Can yeah. I have your approval to go ahead and reduce it to that amount? Well, yeah, I know. I mean, what happened? You know, just thirty days ago, you told me it was worth six ninety nine nine. Then all of a sudden, here you are telling me it's worth twenty five thousand dollars less. What happened? Great question, and that's exactly what you should get, have an answer to before I ask you to make any decision. Can I explain? Yeah, please. Perfect. Okay, great. So here's here's what we know. When we put your home on the market at six ninety nine, we did our best to stretch the to stretch to the the X dollars more just to see if we could get it. So the good news is, you've got a great home. The bad news is we're a little bit higher than we want to be. What we do now know is how much it won't sell for. You haven't. It isn't like you 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 gave it away and then and then you're always going to be second guessing yourself. At least now we know that six ninety nine was just a little bit too much. Fair enough. I you know I I didn't. This is news to me. Here's the thing, Bruce. I, I this is the first I'm hearing that six ninety nine nine is too much. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We've had fourteen showings on your home. Okay. 14 showings, typically in this market, we will get an offer within five showings, five showings. So in essence, we've we've gone as far as we can saying, okay, you sure there isn't somebody out there. The last thing you want me to do is leave your home on the market overpriced because then it becomes what we call a bounce house. Can I tell you what I mean? Bounce house? Yeah, please. Yeah. You ever heard that expression, a bounce house? No. No, a bounce house is when an agent will come in and show your home and the people will be looking around. By the way, you guys have got a very nice house. So it isn't like they're coming in and saying, this isn't a nice house. They're coming in and they like what you've got, right? Here's what they're saying. They're saying, if so this is the agent. He's saying, if you like this house at $699, you are going to love the one down the street at $675. Hmm. That's they bounce from your house to the next house. The last thing we want to do is be selling somebody else's house. So we're making right? the other competitors look better. Yeah, we're making it easy for them. Hmm. That, that's that's a bounce house. So what I'm asking, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask you again right now. What I'm asking you then to do is to drop it to 675 so we can be right front and center as the best house on the on the market. Well, tell me the, no again. Tell well, me no again, okay? No, yeah, no. I mean, I, you know, that's I don't know. Well, it isn't like we're taking money out of your pocket that that was there. We could, can I explain about the the idea about reducing it to six seventy five and and how I know this is going to work? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. In this market, to get a home sold, it's kind of an interesting scenario. You've got to win what I call two contests. Can I explain what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Two contests. You've got to win a beauty contest, mm. and you have to win what we have to call a popularity contest. Now, your home is winning the beauty contest. Nobody's complaining about the house. They love it. 
Yeah. You guys have done a great job in the backyard. The basement's outstanding. And the way you did the the, uh, the baby's room is, is fabulous. So people love the house. Mm-hmm. It's winning the beauty contest. We're not winning the popularity contest, and that's a function of the price. Wow. Okay. So if we drop it to six seventy four nine, you're going to be highly competitive. Then we'll be able to drive some offers. We won't be a bounce house. We'll be talking about you've not only won the beauty contest, but you've won the popularity contest. Best of both. Fair enough? Yeah, makes sense. Okay, shall we get the paperwork signed? Give me give me approval to reduce it to six seventy five, okay? All right. Let's let somebody else be the damn bounce house. Perfect. Okay. So there you go. There's there's like another story, a popularity contest and a beauty contest. I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. That was great. Well, listen, guys, if you've enjoyed our conversation today uh, that Bruce and I have had, there is tons more on uh, Bruce's Real Estate Words uh, project that he has put together. We're going to put all of the information, if you want to get that, on hybendigital.com backslash words w-o-r-d-s we're also going to put all of bruce's coaching information all of his uh seminar company information uh everything you need to know if you want to reach out to him and say hello you want to send him a tweet we'll put all his links on there bruce this listen this has been a great show definitely offered them a hundred percent meat and potatoes all great stuff no fluff i thank you for coming on here and talking about listings and talking about how to make more commissions through words well it's a lot of fun and guess what real estate sales talk is all about knowing what to say and how to say it and the whole thing is you need to have fun when you're selling and the only way you can have fun when you're selling is to have have the ammunition ahead of you sorry in your back pocket to use it all the time so there's, I've got tons more of this material. This is just a we've scratched the surface, but it's been great, Pat. And thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to share this with everybody. My pleasure. If I'm ever up your way in Canada, I will definitely uh, look you up. We can break some bread. Well, I've got a ton of snow right now. I've probably more chance of me coming down to see you. How's that? <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. <laughs> okay, take care. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.